disappointed in you, Morgan. I gave you so many chances to be strong, but you didn't take any of them. Or maybe it was my fault. Maybe I wasn't strong enough. You'll see me again. And when you do, I'll be stronger than ever. And I'll make you strong too. I will. Welcome to Fear Me. I'm Kim. Stuart. Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 127. And we have a guest tonight. Our friend Cash is back. Woo! Cash. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Good You're to have so you back, welcome. buddy. Thank you. Well, what nice. are you drinking tonight, Cash? Well, courtesy of the Sonder House, <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking Dr. Robot Blackberry Lemon Sour. Same as you. Yes, we're all three drinking that. Well, actually, I, I, oh, no, I switched got it something. up because, yeah, I found a hop dang diggity from Jekyll Brewing. Nice. Uh, out of, from Mary, uh, Alpharetta, Georgia, which they say Jekyll it always throws me off, but it's a good one. So nice. what do you think India. about yours, Cash? This is good. Um, it says tart, refreshing, and fruited, and I would agree with that. It's 5%. Ale brewed with blackberries and lemons, and it tastes just like it. it smells just like it. And that's from Monday Night like Brewing yep. yeah. here in Atlanta. town. Yeah. This one's really good because it's not too sour and it's not too sweet. And it's got a really cool can because it's got robot delivery. And, yeah, and Scott said he would not try it. Yeah, I don't think I'd probably try it, but what I'm drinking tonight is kind of fallen in the same category anyway. So What do you, what you have? got? I'm drinking a new one from Birdsong Brewery here in Charlotte called OPP. I don't know why. You done with OPP? I was, was going to start singing that. That's yeah, why I it chuckled. could be. Um, it is. Oh, it's other people's pineapple. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, all right. Well, that's right. not exactly. So, but this is a pale ale with pineapple in it. Um, so we're all It's actually very. Tonight. It's tasty. I um, I really wasn't sure how I would like this, but I like the brewery, so I went ahead and tried it. Um, yeah, it's pretty tasty. I'm not hugely big on the flavored beers. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this one's subtle enough that it that it does a pretty good job. So you're enjoying the flavor of the OPP. I am. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm getting the flavor of the OPP. All right. <laughs> I think we might have to put that at the end of the podcast. Oh my gosh. Yes. There you go. Parental <laughs> discretion. We are here to talk about the season finale for Fear the Walking Dead, but before we get into this episode, Cash, what do you think about this season so far? Because it's been a while since you've been on. Yes. Um, I almost would have preferred them to number this as a new season, the second half of it. Oh, it's yeah. so It's so different, so different than the first half where we had parallel stories and they were playing with the color palette and, and sequence of time. To now more of a linear, same color palette um, for each episode um, story. It seems disjointed. Doesn't seem directly connected at all with the first half of that season. Like they, 
they said, okay, this is our kiss goodbye to that, but now this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So it, it tempered the the excitement that I entered this season with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, was disappointed for a while. Yeah. Um, as far they, as the they, second half of the season? Yes. Yeah, right. And, and they had to, each week they had to earn it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it, I was really just, uh, holding it in judgment. And... Um, well, yeah, I mean, they did so well the first half. Yeah. I mean, it was it was actually exciting, and it mm-hmm. was refreshing. And mm-hmm. Oh, it like, was so oh, wow. creatively interesting the first yes. half of the season. Um, the second half, you know what, you Cash, I think you hit on one thing that's very true, is that it, it, it feels so much like typical Walking Dead stuff, mm-hmm. the second yeah. half. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Stu, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I mean, no, it just okay. no, popped was, into my gonna... head as soon as he said that. I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> that's okay. I'll forget it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just the the first half of it was um was exciting because I think you know we always thought that the show could be a lot more in the first 3 seasons mm-hmm. and it felt like yes there was a slight rebirth but it was still um within the, the parameters of the storyline and now in the second half it's like it just felt completely different. Like mm-hmm. they just were like, "Yeah, we're just going to cut all that bad stuff off and just mm-hmm. kind of start anew." Well, so, or fall back on the old mores that they've been doing for years on the show. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we, yeah. We're gonna we're just gonna um, envelop the the rest of the the Walking Dead storyline around what, gonna... what our characters are to try and ma- try and make it survive. But it was doing well. It was mm-hmm. it was fine the first yeah. half, and th- that was so. Th- yeah, I mean, there was there was an excitement that. This is going to continue and become its own thing, and uh, I, th- I think that was on top of the fact that The Walking Dead felt like it was kind of ending. Right. And now, I think I said that in the last podcast, that if they're going to have these things parallel, then if Walking Dead ends, this ends. And it didn't need to do that. I think it could have been its own you know, its own storyline that mm-hmm. kind of lived on. Yeah. But, I don't know. I agree. Well, I think I think when we talk about this more tonight, Stu, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that maybe they corrected a little bit of that with this episode. Oh yeah, I, I, with the honestly, finale. I, I was thinking along those same lines the entire episode until the very end, and I was excited that it ended the way it did. Exactly. You know, I was Me happy too. that Morgan didn't leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that they didn't go right to Alexandria. Yeah, because they were building they it that, all up. They put as, that as whole storyline on on the back burner for a while. Yeah. And I was very happy to see that. Yep. It's its own show. Leave it alone. Yeah, but it's also good to see Morgan remembering his past mm-hmm. and remembering the people who brought him to where he is today and helped him get out of that funk and everything like that. Like, yeah, you can't just forget all those people. The thing that bothers me about like Morgan coming this whole way across to them in Texas is, like, is there nobody else? Through the entire doesn't appear that way. It's very desolate. Yeah, I I mentioned that. Like half the country, and then all of a sudden they find this pocket of people in Texas. Like, like like, where are all the people in New Orleans? They have to go through Louisiana to get to Mississippi. I mean, where are they? You know, Morgan was kind of going through his fugue state, the entire, I guess, states of Georgia and and uh, Mississippi, Alabama, all the way to Texas. Yes, (laughs) Tennessee. yeah, so maybe he maybe he never connected with anybody unless he killed them all. Well, knows? there was a but, there was a considerable amount of time though, wasn't there? In yes, between there was. and we don't really they never delved into what happened happened to him on the way. Right. So we have to assume stuff happened to him. 
I mean, talk about opportunities. You got to have crazy people through Mississippi and Alabama. Shit, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let, before we go too far into any of this other stuff, um, Kim, what did you think about the episode in general, the finale? So season four finale is called I Lose Myself. Last week was I Lose People. So mm-hmm. this one, um, I, I, th- I think I liked it. I know that sounds weird that I'm, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't made up my mind yet either. Yeah. I'm trying to figure that part out. Like there were parts of it that were really, really good and touching. And then there were other parts where I was like, really? You're not, you're going there. And so it, I like the way that it ended. Um, I I am also glad that they're not going back to Alexandria. I really love the entire storyline at the truck stop. Martha's part, though, I was like, I don't know. I was a little bit disappointed, I guess, in how hers ended up. But overall, I would say I like it. Being that it was anticlimactic in a lot of ways? Yeah. Yeah. I think Martha... Like, how she ended was just not the way I thought it would end. But Martha, in general, was not, like, a very uh, well-crafted character. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like... That she could have done so much more. Exactly. But you know and what? She was a, she's a fantastic thing. actress. Oh, yeah. And they didn't use yeah, her. Yeah, but you know what, Kim? The second time I went back and watched it, I, you know, the first time I agree with you, I was kind of like, wow, that's kind of a, you know, wimpy send off for Martha. But the second time I went back and watched it, I didn't really focus on that story, the Martha story, other than that she was a, a trial for Morgan. Mm-hmm. But. I didn't really, you know, I, I guess maybe it's because I saw how they kind of were not going to do much with her based on what we saw last week. I didn't invest a whole lot of energy into her story anyway, hmm. other than to say that this was a real soul searching for Morgan to deal with. So, yeah, but they, they made her seem like she was supposed to be much right. more important. I and guess in this yeah. one, it really was. It kind of it kind of fell on, well... She really wasn't that important. So you're right. like, oh, okay, well, right. never mind. Why did they spend so much time on her? Yeah, the character was better before we knew her name was Martha. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah when she was when just the, we were arguing the serial killer <laughs> running around beside them, that was, exactly. she was good. Exactly. The, the unknown with the character was more intriguing than knowing. And you, as you guys discussed a couple of weeks ago with the, the fresh walker who she killed yeah. after yeah. her husband died, like... Um, okay, so how much time has transpired? You right. you could right. make it look like no time has transpired, but mm-hmm. that couldn't have been the case. Right. So it, it, she was she was under underdeveloped. You know, mm-hmm. like, they didn't give us enough context to why she went crazy. Besides the fact no one was stopping help yeah. her, like, or so, why did she continue? Like, why, why, she continue? Yeah, why? What was the motivation? Like nothing yeah. got in her way or changed it, her mind is, during that entire time. Is right. East Texas so abandoned because she's killed everyone? Has she <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, Sounds like years? she has been. I think it would have been fun to have her as that kind of lingering threat that just pops its head up every once in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And let that go on for another season. They could have yeah, dealt with her next season. A regular villain, yeah, yeah. just just a, a regular, nemesis almost, you know, yeah. kind of like kind of like how we were introduced to the wolves in The Walking Dead. We yeah, just bits little and scatterings. pieces of them mm-hmm. for a long time but until the they wolves, actually became a threat, the and then they also are, turned out to be pretty anticlimactic. But but nonetheless, but I do think it would have been scarier. good. Yeah, like in in their like in their own right, their characters were much scarier. Now. Yeah, but at first she was. But at first yeah. she why, was. Why do you think they were scarier? Because they were men. No, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
No, I'm just saying. I think like, the threat, the overall threat question. that they posed as a group to, to our group mm-hmm. conversed with the larger group being threatened by one individual. Right. I, I, I get that. I never believed that she was <laughs> that she was able to take those people out. She was never yeah. believably a scary person. Yeah. Like I think they should have like, left her as the stalker for a lot longer. Right. Yeah. Well, when when yeah, I mean, like, again, how do you sneak up with some on someone with a walker that's like <laughs> silent, silent, silent yeah, like, until he attacks? Yeah, it's, it's like I don't get she's that got like either. a little cat toy in front of it. Like, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> well, Stu, <laughs> Stu, what did you think of the episode? Uh, simply, I thought there were a lot of, uh, unrealistic occurrences that happened, <laughs> and, um, I, I enjoyed the episode in general, uh, for where it led us, but I think, um, and I enjoyed, you know, the, the direction of the story, but there was just, like, so much stuff that was just bothering me during the episode. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I think it was almost kind of consistent with the last, uh, three or so episodes in, mm-hmm. that, in that sense. So I wasn't really surprised that there were things that seemed like they're a little poorly written. Cash, what was, what was your impression of the overall episode? I, I have mixed feelings on it and I agree with a lot that Stewart said. I just think that because we've got new writers to the show that are trying to become indoctrinated, mm-hmm. As we just said a few minutes ago, they fell back on things that The Walking Dead has done. They they seem to be taking a comic book approach almost to the style of writing to the show where everybody had a walkie last week and then yeah. single shot on them talking into the walkie and then the next person goes, the next person goes. Yeah, Today, everybody, this past episode, everybody's sick and passing out, dying mm-hmm. on, from poisoning on the floor and they get their last line and this person gets their last yes. line in sequence. Like, yeah. That was you annoying. know, I, I don't, I know this is a supernatural show, but we're, don't, I don't want to suspend belief on every single thing. Yeah, agreed. Um, so it took it took me out of the episode. Uh-huh. So, I'm, but there were things I did like about it as well. So we'll talk about it. Um, but I, I was mixed on it. And you, Scott? I loved it. I thought it was great. Sorry, guys. I actually did really enjoy notes that have like. A line down the center, and he's mm-hmm. like, "If they go this way, I'm going to go." Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they I'm it's actually that. two different pieces of paper. One's blue and one's green. I'm on the green page right now. <laughs> he's the choose your own adventure that we're talking about. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, I mean, I thought I, I always, I've always said I like the episodes when they're together than the episodes when they're all split apart. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I that's the one thing about the second half of this this series um, this year. Ha- that's bothered me is the fact that they fell on the old trope of sending, mm-hmm. scattering everybody all over the place, yes. and then they have to work their way back to each other. The first, yeah, half, like you were saying, Cash, the first half was interesting. You were dealing with two mm-hmm. parallel timelines in some yeah. respects, which was different. They hadn't really mm-hmm. done something like that. Nope. And the second half just was like, oh, good, I'm on The Walking Dead again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And I've enjoyed this one because two things. Number one, they got everybody back together again. And number two, they ended the story with this episode. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. ended the season. They didn't, there wasn't any stupid cliffhanger at the end. Right. It was the, they brought it to the end. They finally realized that the British do it right. When you yeah. get to the end of a season, it ends. There's not a cliffhanger, stuff like that. Right. You go into the next season and you got a whole new story that's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Right. Which they so, introduced, which was nice. Right. Was that like so, a Doctor Who reference or something? Yeah. 
actually okay. it is. But uh, <laughs> but I do think I do think that that um, I I think that aspect of it really pleased me. Don't get me wrong, there was some stuff in there that I was kind of like, oh Jesus, come on, you know, it was it, suspended belief on a lot of stuff. Not as bad as the last episode with the fire truck and all that crap, but still. <laughs> The uh, I thought though the overall uh, action in this was pretty good. I thought Morgan's trials and tribulations were were pretty strong, um, and uh, and as I said, I just liked getting the gang back together. Well, something that you just brought up is why I have mixed feelings about this season in particular, because the first half of the season we still had Madison and Nick, right? Right. And the second half they were gone or almost gone at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I liked this show before the new writers came on, but I like it even better now because Nick and Madison are not here anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know, remember, I know, Kim, but no, no, hold we on, had so hold many... on. No, yeah. wait, hold on. But I don't want it to be just like The Walking Dead. I want it to be its own thing, but I'm really glad that it's more like The Walking Dead now. Like, does that make any sense? Kind of. Kind of. I follow you. Because I'll... it was so weak. Before, mm-hmm. I think a lot of Walking Dead fans will think that, but there's a lot of people that weren't that didn't watch all the seasons of The Walking Dead and watched Fear and watched Fear of the yeah. Walking Dead that were becoming fans of it, and now they're like, "Well, what the hell's going?" On? I mean, if you think about that, if you didn't watch The Walking Dead at all, and then you saw like this um, evolution mm-hmm. of what the show's doing, you're kind of like, "Well, what the hell are they doing?" It's kind of like right. Lost. It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like Lost, like completely changing. Like, where the hell did that polar bear just come from? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, they both had polar bears. My, my DVR recorded um, the first couple of episodes of Fear f- from season one, and so I put a couple minutes of the first episode on. And I'm like, man, this shows this is a drastically different. Mm-hmm. different. And, I mean, the way yeah. they film it. Yeah, and it, it, it's evolved each season. Yep. Yep. But it's it's stark a stark contrast. Well, you remember we had such a love hate relationship with it in the first half. We loved it for what it was and what mm-hmm. they were doing with the show and so forth. But we we had a hard time understanding why the season before was actually really good, mm-hmm. and and, it all. and how they had pretty much gone into this season and taken a show we thought was doing a pretty good job, and completely changed it. Yeah. And and got rid of most of the characters that were before yeah. on a show that we thought was actually pretty successful. Yeah. So you remember we were kind of having trouble, but we loved the things that they were doing. We loved the mm-hmm. visual things that they were doing with these things. We loved the new characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when did the new showrunners come on? Like when did the two this season. Of the season was it the beginning of the yes. entire season? Okay, so yeah. they didn't change anything halfway through. That's no. what I wondered, but they must have had notes that they just kind of followed, maybe. Yeah. Because AMC will do that. Five well, they, people in they production. Said, <laughs> they said that they had the idea that they were going to kill off Nick and Madison before the season started. Like, that was... They went into it knowing that. <laughs> so maybe it was just the first part of the season was interesting in its way because they still weren't able to get rid of some of those other characters yet right. to turn it into what they wanted it to be. Right. And I think they also thought that the hurricane would be a bigger tragedy than it was. You know... That the hurricane, because they kept teasing us with all these flying walkers and all this kind of stuff, that the hurricane was going to be this Ooh. big deal. And then it was kind of over. <laughs> then yeah, it was yeah. just over, and everybody was spread around, and you're kind of like, oh, okay, we've been here. Why did they build it up so much, and then it was just like over? Uh, the basement yeah. scene was the best thing out of it. When yeah, they got trapped in the water? Yeah. yeah. I agree. Tension, I was actually thinking about that, too. The tension, mm-hmm. you know, that was right. the best of the hurricane. 
after that, everything else was like, okay. Well, that's the thing, is there's not much tension on this show at all. Yeah. Like, the first episode of season one, lots of tension. We didn't know what was going on. Nick is trapped in that gothic church with all the mm-hmm. druggy yep. zombies. <laughs> and uh, But then it never took that route that, it, that Walking Dead took, where you're like, I don't know what's around the corner mm-hmm. and right. what's going to happen to me. And uh, it just kind of fell on Death's ear that way. The biggest tension for this... Well, there's two things that I think that were the big tension for me on this episode specifically. The first was when Al is confronted by Martha. Mm-hmm. And oh. she takes out the, the walker and Jimbo. Mm-hmm. And then she sits there and gets... Smacked by her cane. by Martha. <laughs> yeah. Because right. she and ran then, out of bullets. Yes, and then the next one was when... Um, uh, when Morgan's reaching his hand back there to give her medicine yeah. while he's driving the car. Yeah. Yeah, and he's almost wrecking the car, but yet he's still going to reach back there and give her medicine. Yeah, Stu, yes. it started for me right from the beginning when I saw when we saw um, Al running away from this pack of walkers. And I'm thinking, she why is she so running? <laughs> you can walk faster than those walkers. I mean, and she's like covered in sweat like she's running from all these yeah, people. Yeah, but and, and, and the walker who like flung over the car to get her right before yeah. she ended the door. I was like, come on. I know. Like, I mean, when I are they doing like, that? These guys are so slow. And she runs into this next group that are chowing like down this, on something. It's like, just run around them. Move. Just run around them. They're not quick enough to get up and get you. But yeah. no, it was supposed to be this big, oh. uh, it didn't work for me. No. But it was cool when she found the TV van. Yes, yeah. that was. That was actually pretty funny. It was cool, but again, it was like, really? What was wrong with that? I, I thought that was fine. They were in a police station. Convenient. They were in yeah. a police station. It was very station. convenient. And I think I even said that when we were watching it. Well, to me, the thing that bothered me was when she picked up the walkie-talkie. But then that was before we knew it was a police car, I think. Yeah, yeah. it was. And then we were like, oh, it's a police car. Okay, right. there's a walkie-talkie. Right. Right. That, that yeah. makes sense. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And then she gets the camera, and then she's driving around the police. But Martha, like, come on, that woman can't overtake Al. She's Not, everywhere, first of all. She's very fast with that with that cane, even though she's got a <laughs> bullet hole in her shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. So I guess Al used the, the last two rounds. That she right. had in that gun, yes. and then didn't have anything else, and then she's just standing there. Yeah, she has no and way of blocking her cane with that rifle. <laughs> Unless she moved, <laughs> it, moved it up vertically. Yeah. yeah. And she would have been fine. I'm just going to stand here and get hit. Yeah. I'm just going to back up two feet, and you'll miss me. When Al shot um, Jim in that, that yeah. scene, I thought she had killed him. So when no. we saw Jim later on... Mm-hmm. I guess we see him in the car. Oh right? yeah, he's in the back in of the, the back car. Of the yeah, car. yeah, she only got him in the gut. Yeah, right, okay. right. But didn't 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 Jim fall off like a eight Please story building, which Please would like it. shatter his bones? Oh yeah, but he was yes. like, he he landed perfectly flat. So. And and wasn't the car surrounded by walkers? Yes. yes. Wouldn't he have just snatched him off and eaten yeah. him? Well, didn't Al also find the car with the guts all over it? Was that supposed to be the yes. first car that somebody else fell on? Or no, was that, that supposed was her, to be Jim's that was car. his. Jim's that was Jim's car. And there were guts all up in there top were of it. Of, yeah. yeah. So Something doesn't add up here. Jimbo he, was still pretty. There was no way Marshall was getting him. Those walkers would have ate him. I know. That fresh body, that freshly turned body, that still would have been good enough for them to eat. I know. <laughs> okay. I Suspend agree. This... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's all right. Martha by herself ran off all the walkers that were around there, so it didn't matter. Yeah, anymore. she cleared a path. They mm-hmm. seemed to be scared of her. 
Everybody reason. was kung fu fighting. Maybe it's because she's laying on her husband's grave all the time. Maybe she stinks like her husband or something. Hey. And maybe that's why they walk away. I seriously doubt it. Don't think that's even a theory. I was just saying that. That's why she keeps herself stinky? I guess. Yes. That, nice. that is why she's always muddy, obviously. I thought maybe she it was just a hygiene issue, but I'll ground. go with that. But that brings up a good point, Stuart. It's not really a good point at all. <laughs> when Martha <laughs> has been hit, and after Al has um, shot Jim, and she goes back to where the scene of the accident happened, and um, Morgan finds her laying on the ground next to her husband's grave, does that not remind you of when Morgan went to Crazy Town the first time, and he goes back to see his wife in the streets, mm-hmm. and he's he's envisioning her right. knocking on the door and all that stuff like exact same scenes where they're both trying to um come to grips with what reality now is and they're how not, they're not letting go of what it was right and that that spouse person was their rock it was their person who kept mm-hmm. them strong right and they don't have that person anymore just like you oh, <laughs> Stu, you keep me so much stronger. Like, I don't know what I would do without you. Oh, oh okay. Cool. All right. That's a good thing for me. Yeah, it is. All right. All right. Uh, I'm not saying you're dead or anything. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. It doesn't take me all day to see sunshine, honey. The, oh. one, the one thing that was a... Oh. God almighty. <laughs> Be lucky you're not here. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's a good thing I can't see Stuart right now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I agree with all that. The one thing that I was having the most struggles with in this episode is I I, I understood Morgan's uh, struggle that he was going through, but his total determination to help her was just yeah, it's ridiculous. Frustrating. It's yeah, frustrating it was ridiculous. Well, and vice versa. Her determination to get rid of him. Well, but she's Why? in crazy town. But she's in crazy town. Her obsessing on him doesn't bother me near as much as Morgan, who's much more of a reasonable person at this point, fo- obsessing on her. And especially mm-hmm. having his... You know, he had a conversation in the show with John Dory, which I thought was probably one of the highlights of the episode is when John is talking to him in the woods at night and he's trying to convince him not to go. And John's whole thing was so convincing. They're just, to me, I just cannot, for the life of me, figure out Morgan going off after that. Especially with his determined himself that he's got to do it by himself. You know, he was I'm talking just about gonna... catching the fish. Sometimes you can't catch a fish. Yeah, right. And then he was like spinning it on him, saying, "Well, maybe you're actually the fish." Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Which Morgan got a kick out of. But I think, I think what you just said, Tim. Even if there had been a line um, between John and Morgan, or Morgan and whoever, that recalled his wife, mm-hmm. that would have given more context. Yes. To the episode and to how why he might be motivated. To yeah, well, what's that. driving him? Yeah, because we're we're so caught up. Like not everybody's thinking about back then when he you know couldn't mm-hmm. kill his wife or Again. went back to go see her. Think think about it this way though. With this as a standalone show, and them not giving any backstory to where Morgan's coming from on this, that's even more confusing, really, yes. from a writing standpoint. Well, especially since when the only flashback he does do is flashing to them, be, you know, to his friends being in right. trouble. Right. Yep. That's where his mind goes when he gets under stress. Yeah, not his wife. Right. Yeah that that part was a little hard for me to reach. Um, 
but uh, on the believability scale. But I understood his his um, whole struggle, though. I did understand mm-hmm. that. I also think that the fact that the people in fear don't truly know Morgan's background, right, actually does make it more interesting because they're just they're meeting Morgan as he is now. They have mm-hmm. no backstory whatsoever to know that he was kind of like Martha. Right. And they are seeing really the true Morgan. Mm-hmm. Like um the person who has fought really hard to come back to grips with reality and who is fighting really hard to stay in that reality with no meds. With no medication, exactly. Yeah. Of any sort. Of any sort. <laughs> you know, and, and Kim, that's, a, that's an excellent point because that, that actually, when I'm thinking about it in that context, that even that conversation with John Dory in the woods at night makes right. that even more interesting. Because exactly. we're, we're looking at Morgan from the Morgan we know. Right. And he's looking at Morgan from the guy he knows a very short time. Mm-hmm. And what they right. see is kind of a quirky guy, but a guy that's worth following. Yeah, a sincere, mm-hmm. helpful, yeah. genuine, nice they know guy. He's, they know he's got some peculiarities. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Jim kept saying, what did you do? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and right. They, always, they all seem to put their trust in him when right. they're like, okay, well, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's frustrated by that, too. He's sure. like, why are you looking at me? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's kind of why I like John so much, because he takes the time to really look at who Morgan is as a person. Which he reveals in that conversation. And so he sees the true person. Um, whereas, like, Al could give a rat's ass who anybody is, really. Right. She's taping everybody. But, I know, but, but she's... That's like, like the... <laughs> that's just like her... That's her coffee. I, that's her fuel. Yeah, that's, that's her... her that's, going. that's a point of her being, is what everybody's about. When you mention that, it brings me back to, actually, one of my pet peeves on the whole season, is I really liked the way Alicia was becoming a leader at the end of the previous season. Yeah, yeah. And now she's pretty much been shoved to the side. And Mm -hmm. I really thought she made a really good leader. And Mm -hmm. I would have liked to see that carried further. I would like to see Morgan be more of a side character to Alicia on this episode, or on this show, as a leader. Because I think Alicia was, you know, when we got to the end of last season and so forth, she was going great. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. He's he's all Morgan, you know, fan number one. So, yeah, yeah. But Morgan's could still be on the show and be just, just very powerful, but not be the actual leader. I think Alicia was great. Yep. I think um, that I I don't think that that's all lost. I think that they just haven't been focusing on her. Well, I hope you're right. Past few episodes, I think uh, because. I mean, even when she was the only one that was on the what the the vineyard or wherever they were yeah, with Strand, right. and and she was the only one like out there actually doing anything. So I mean, right. they're trying to show that she's the one that actually still has the motivation to go try and help. It was her idea to make a community. Yep. Yeah. Not just yeah an outpost. Like her mom. But, but they have really kind of set her on the shelf for the past. Yeah, and few she episodes. expresses how much she wants to carry on Madison's vision there in the end, which the is way- good. The way that they left it for the opening for next season is that it sounds like every person in the group is going to have their own little strength that they can build on. Mm-hmm. And they all seemed much more confident when they were all going out at the very last scene when the trucks are pulling out and they're all going to go do their thing. Even Lucy, 
seems to be more confident and more willing to be a part of the group. And well, they all express buy-in. They all express buy-in to the plan. Right. And 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 to me, that was great because yeah. I was just like, hey, you know what? Great. Let's stop this running off to Alexandria. I love yeah. the fact that they're connecting Alexandria with the story in a in a in a you know a very basic way. But right. I, I'm so happy the the show is going to go into next season being about the show. And not yes, being but about you know what Alexandria. I thought too. I was mm-hmm. like, somebody needs to get on the fastest horse, like Paul yeah. Revere, go to Alexandria. Tell them, hey, we exist. We're down here in Texas doing our thing like you are, just in case you need us. We got a suburb down here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all come vacation every now and then. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> just to let them know that, like, we're still here. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. We're here doing our thing just like you are, like we can help each other. Mm-hmm. I think that would be very crucial. Let's set up a big transmitter and then we can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a transmitter, exactly. And they have a ton of supplies. They could help each other out. Mm-hmm. That's right. You right. know? Or they're going to hold up in that big old factory. Trade. I don't need any dungarees, Momo. That was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> was exactly. On that note, why don't we go ahead and take a break and uh, refresh our drinks, and then we will come back and get back into the story. All right. Okay. I will die with a broken heart You won't remember that And in the end there'll be no art We were made to die from the start I've accepted that And I welcome that part And when the world has gone astray That'll be the day The truth is finally known So the point of me and you Was to know it's true And we never were Alright everybody, uh, we're back. Um, Let's take a little run into the flip-flop truck stop where everybody kind of got together and, and, uh, you know, for me it was a great part of the show. Well, like you, to your point earlier, Scott, about everybody being back together... I did enjoy them uh, all having a nice cup of yeah, coffee. Yeah, getting seeing um, a little I mean, bit of normalcy in not, their lives. Yeah, <laughs> coffee is not even scarce, and yeah. like when I have a cup in the morning, yes, it's a beautiful thing. It's good. It's a little piece yes. of bliss. That's what in a world I was. Of chaos. I was actually telling Stuart that when the episode was going on, like that must be the most amazing yeah. feeling yeah. right there is to have a nice, hot, yeah. fresh cup of coffee when for the first time in years. Yeah, that yeah, that smell hits the you. Smile. You start salivating. On Sarah's face, like, she gave the yeah. cup to yes. uh, June. Was yep. it? Yeah. 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 Here, enjoy this. But the cool thing is, if you watch it the second time, that's when you start picking up on the hints that something's not quite right with the water right. that they're using for that coffee. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because... What were the hints? I don't think... I didn't pick up any of Sarah goes, oh, I... I Sarah goes, I, I told Wendell to lay off the sweetener. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you notice they focus on a lot of water bottles, even when they show... Um, yeah. Al in the truck working on loading the guns. Yes. She's got two water bottles. She's drinking one, and there's two laying on the ground next to her. And one's empty. Yes. That's what I mean. Two empty ones are laying there, and she's drinking one. And so, yeah, yeah they're pushing the, the point on the uh, on the water bottles. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was it was good that they dropped that uh, uh-huh. hint in a few pre- prior episodes and then came yes. back to it. 
Oh yeah, when she's tainting the water. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. so, so right. it's good that they kind of. I kept thinking that. though when when they when she was testing all the bottles to see if they were the seals were broken, I was like. How many bottles did she take? Yeah. That's what I was like. Was say. it like the whole palette? I mean, there were like a gross of water bottles there. Because <laughs> the palette looked pristine, right? Uh-huh. Like it had just been wrapped. Yeah. So she literally took every single water and bottle out it. and tainted it. Like, well, I we don't, don't believe know. That. I think we maybe don't know. if they go down right. deep they, enough, and maybe they they'll did. find some good ones. High energy crazy. <laughs> And she didn't get any dirt on any. Of I don't. I think Kim at that point they <laughs> didn't want to try. You know, I mean. She yeah. definitely I, I got down to shit. a couple layers there, and they were definitely all tainted. But you could still see afterwards, even when they were sick, the 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 pallets were still sitting there unopened. Yeah, I think I think they were too scared to even get near it. I know it was. Yeah, that was to me that was kind of a weird situation. Scene acted the way it was acted was a little odd, just because it seemed like no, it just seemed like they were all like. Um, uh, I, I I don't know. As far as like the the sickness, just didn't seem to. Be Every, you mean everybody's acting sick. Yes, just yes. Didn't mesh really? well I together. thought it was pretty no, good. No, I agree. Like, yes, it was. I agree. I thought it was pretty. It was good. like, oh, we're all. Let's sick. Let's pretend to no. be sick the yeah, same was, way. Yeah. And, well, they were poisoned you know, the same way. The same type of voice and. I mean, oh. they're puking and pooping their guts out. So I don't know. They don't want to expend too much energy because. They don't have much to help them. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, maybe it was because I wasn't picking up on the cues. It was just all of a sudden it seemed very weird. That it was like, oh wow, they're all sick. And then, but I think that was the thing about it that because when when Al went down, you thought, oh, Al's still sick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. came back. That Al's got a problem. And then when you find out uh, that they're all sick, you're thinking, oh shit, somebody or the crazy lady poisoned them. It didn't take yeah. us long. I mean, we didn't have to figure out it was. It, that that it didn't we didn't have to have Morgan tell us that there was something wrong or whatever. Right, but there's running water uh-huh. in there. Why don't they just go to the spigot and get some well, water? Well, th- they were already sick. I, th- I know that's not gonna. I know that's not gonna be the cure. But if if you're throwing mm-hmm. up or pooping a lot, you got right. diarrhea. Yeah, you but need they some needed water. something to I stop did. them stop them from metabolizing the the uh, um, the antifreeze, and that's what the ethanol was for. Water wouldn't do that. But water still keeps them hydrated. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I'm not saying that it didn't, but but if you're scared of the water and and you're poisoned and so forth like that, you're not thinking that clearly either. You can't suspend your disbelief. I would be thinking that clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can <laughs> suspend my like debli- no, belief on that. Not one of them was like, you know, acting in a way to like solve the problem. Really, mm-hmm. you know, it's that it just seemed they were like, all laying around. Yeah, everybody was con- just consistently not doing anything about it mm-hmm. until there was an answer. It was just, I, it was I like thought, I thought everybody might die. I was like, don't tell me they're gonna kill everybody. I, I, saw with a whole new cast. I, I was thinking, how Morgan sad. A whole new cast. I was like, what? Yes, how sad is that gonna be when Morgan walks yeah. into a bunch of dead bodies? The show <laughs> next then, season would be Fear the Morgan. But yeah. when, when the ethanol thing he became people, that's <laughs> <yeah>, true. <laughs> Everywhere, when, when Everywhere. the ethanol thing became the answer, then it was like, all right, everybody's up and we're, we're gone. Yeah, they're they're like, well, of course, they've got motivation to like, okay, we're gonna die unless we do this. So everybody's on board to do that. Well, I think they were stunned in a lot of respects. Is what the hell is happening here? Well, but, thank God they have June there yeah. to answer Ex- all their except, problems. Except. To the point when they got out to the truck and they shoot a hole in the truck. Stupid okay. idiot. That the was the part where it was too hard out. to suspend a re- And they're like, the oh, there's belief. a hole in the truck. 
Can't do anything about that. Like, what the hell was Run that? Run up there put with the can and put it. it under the damn spocket that's that leaking out of there. And, 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 I mean, there was enough truck underneath the levels of the bullet holes that it would have just pulled right yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. It's Go, not all going to come out. It start lapping it up off the ground if you have to. Exactly. I mean, like, what the hell are this you doing? This is going to, like a no. dog, like, if, if I, this is going to save my life, you better believe I see, I thought when they first showed the bullet holes and <laughs> the, the ethanol coming out of the holes, that it was actually going to be a humorous moment where they didn't have to yeah. open the valve anymore. It's right. all coming out the side Strand of the damn thing. Now they, I, yes. I expected them to go back to, to Strand and he would have a smile on his face like, oh, this exactly. is going to be easy now. I, yeah. I thought that was actually a solution to the fact right. that he could not get the valve right. out. Right. And it was like, nope. I mean, were we, they, it's all wasted. Was it because it's, wasted? it's no longer like a sterile thing? It has nothing to do with that. Mixed with dirt, it doesn't work. Well, if it's coming out of the truck, it's coming they were in contact gonna put with the, the metal. bucket. You were going to use the bucket. No, they were. They yeah, were. They were spe- expecting you to draw the conclusion because it was leaking out of the truck that our heroes would not be able to get it. It was a like tanker truck. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, it would have pulled in the bottom. They they would have to sat there and watch it all pour out for like a half an hour. But but you I know agree. what? I got to say this. I got to say this. <laughs> That's for, ridiculous. For as stupid as that was, okay. It was no, the vehicle. No that, it Scott. was the vehicle, though, that opened up a, a really cool moment with, when Morgan shows up with with Augie's ale to save the day. Yes, but yes, because he said, yeah, because he well, he came back first and then went back because he said that isn't ethanol just like a fancy word for beer, right? No, for alcohol. For alcohol, right? Well, he already had the truck at that point. Yeah, he yeah he brought it with him. So yeah, so I mean, I thought that that was a cool moment, but. Uh, yeah, you did have to. Yeah, there was a lot of suspending belief on that one, no doubt. It wasn't fire truck bad, but it was pretty bad. It was frustrating. Mm. I was tweeting with people, and they were like, "What the hell are they doing? Like, put a bucket under that thing." <laughs> but it also led to one of the best lines of the episode when John and June are talking to Charlie, and John's like, "Now don't go getting poisoned again until you're 21." <laughs> That's right. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and then she starts guzzling the beer. She was she was, was she was cute. drinking it just fine. Um, she was. That was really cute. Yes, it was. The one area we haven't talked about though is Morgan with the car crash and all the stuff that led to him bringing Augie's ale to her, to the gang. That was where I was getting frustrated. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if that was like a bad frustration or just kind of like one of those like yeah. let's move on go in that room frustrations mm-hmm. yeah where you're like don't why you'll go in that dark room and there's a killer in there yeah. kind of frustrations right but. right yeah you don't ever put your hand <laughs> through the window to, hand <laughs> to a crazy medication. person yeah. to the crazy people because <laughs> i was thinking oh my god how amazing that he has a police car mm-hmm. with a barrier he can put her in there yeah. everything's gonna He's be safe. great and he yeah. opens it up and you're like no 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 <laughs> I, I think I even texted you at the time. He's playing her yeah. when she started going on about her husband and stuff like that. I was just like, oh, no, no, yeah. she's playing him. Yeah, of course she is. Yep. But so I, that coming from a mile far. I feel yeah, like though that maybe, maybe a part of that was genuine connection between the two of them. Mm, no, no, nah. no. All of y'all are giving me that nah, look. Like probably I'm crazy. not. Probably not. No. I mean, why not just? She was just getting her shoulder. moment. I guess. Just pitch him right over your shoulder. Yeah, open it up and throw yeah. it in there. And then, I mean, if her arm comes through there, then, like, yeah. grab her arm, pull it through yeah. or something. 
Yeah. So, talking about arms, the, she pulled her arm off after she turned. Yeah, that was pretty and, cool. And I didn't know a fresh walker could do that. I thought you had to be I an old know. walker to pull your arm off. If you were determined, if you were a determined walker. <laughs> I maybe guess. she was really hungry Maybe she gnawed it, right? Yeah, she was just gnawing at it. She could have. I, I was actually thinking, as soon as he put her in the handcuffs, I was like, she's going to saw her hand off or something. Well, I mean, she had been She's that bound. determined. She was bound yeah. before. I was well, yeah when she when he put the handcuffs on her I was thinking there better not be any light between the handcuffs and her wrist because mm-hmm. <laughs> she got out of the the um, MRAP the zip, before the, yeah, yeah it was oh, zip ties. Ties. It's true she did she did but I did think it was cool that he he thought to he wasn't thinking of saving mm-hmm. her he was thinking about her not hurting other people yeah, yeah. exactly yeah so it was uh, so it was kind of like I thought it was a cool um, moment actually enjoy mm-hmm. see you later. Mm-hmm. I'm done I'm, with I'm you. Done. I'm moving on. I'm you're done dead. I'm trying to save your ass. Yeah, you're dead now. So, when the car accident happened, did the impact of the car accident actually put that thing in his leg? Oh, or yeah. did she do that when he was no, asleep? No, 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 no. That, was, okay. that was the car. Yeah, it was probably like, a, I mean, it could have been... Um, it was the gas pedal. Yeah, I was going to say, like a gas pedal or um, she, clutch she, or something. She made the comment that she made him stronger mm-hmm. after he woke up. Right. So I wasn't sure if she had done that or if she's referring to the fact that she made him wreck. She made him wreck, so she made him okay. stronger. Yeah. Okay. With Martha in those scenes, um, I think it allowed the actress, Tanya, to really shine. Because if you noticed, in a lot of those, she was grunting and like pretending like she was in a lot of pain. But she was really putting herself into it. Unlike some of the other actors on this show who don't really go all the way with their performance, Mm -hmm. she really just gave it her all. And that's why I was really sad to actually see her leave this way because I don't think they used her the way they could have used her. Right. I I think it was fine. I think there was a lot more. I was ready to move on from her. I mean, if they were, after last episode, if they weren't going to use her the way I wanted her to be used, which was like this creepy serial killer that was stalking them or something like that, then I was ready to move on from her. I think the actress would have been amazing on the show. However, I say that, but I don't want that character, or I did not want that character to end up like a Negan character. No. Where it pops up every now and then, and then goes away for a little bit, and then comes back again. I was okay if they did that's that. What, that's what we're getting ready to see with The Walking Dead. Well, I, yeah, no, I think I think if she did pop up, but and she was threatening, but not quite as threatening as Negan. Negan's threat is like, I'm going to destroy your whole way of life kind of yeah. thing. For everyone. Mm-hmm. Whereas she could have been like... A scary ca- yeah. character that kind of she pops was up and she was Morgan's creepy groupie time kind of thing you know mm-hmm. yeah so. I agree I, I wouldn't have mind seeing more of her um, to your point Kim I think she definitely uh, acted the role really well yeah yeah she was, she was believable maybe they didn't want to work um, with her anymore she can be a pain <laughs> from what I understand I heard she's yeah. a diva oh uh, yeah well she I mean she embodies those roles and she played the hell out of them. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, she's on Gotham. She played a really good role. She there. was on Gotham. Uh huh. Oh, really? Whoa, she's was she with the Google assistant? <gasps> That's her. Yes. <laughs> I did not realize that was the same person until oh, yeah. you said that. Yeah. She, she was, was the what? Good, Doctor Strange's Hugh, assistant. Yeah, Hugo Strange's assistant. I do not know who that is. Really? I can't no, remember. The I know who Doctor Strange is, but I don't know like from Gotham. I don't. No, know. it's a different Doctor like, Strange. Characters are Hugo Strange. 
Let's That's DC Doctor okay. Strange, not Marvel D- Doctor oh, Strange. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Not Doctor Stephen she, Strange. She was the, um, <laughs> like the doctor assistant lady. She always had the white coat on. Oh, with right. the clipboard. Yes. Okay. Right, right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yep. Button, stern. Yeah. You know, taskmaster. Um, well, and like then, Kim. <laughs> A little bit. You should see Kim um, during the editing the process. Show. Yeah, she? right. Oh, gosh. I can't remember the name of the show. Um, she played Reaper the Ripper. Uh-huh. So, um, basically, the character was <laughs> just preparing all black kids to die because that's all that the future had for them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yep. it was, what it, was that show? Random Acts of Flyness is on HBO. Oh. Yeah, that's You've it. told yep. me about that one, yep. yeah. Yep. yeah it's, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But it's a funny show. <laughs> anyway. I'll have to check that one out. I will check that out. Um, so, so yeah, I wouldn't mind a, a nemesis, so to speak, or somebody to pop up every now and then. Um, but we can hope, you know, it seems like they'll have a clean slate next season. One more thing that I wanted to point on was the scene at the truck stop at the very end where Morgan is washing his face. Yes. And she has written, I lose people, I lose myself on it. And he's washing him, his all that off. Mm-hmm. And he pops up from the sink. And he's kind of got like a very, very subtle smile mm-hmm. on his lips. And it's like, wow, that's the moment. That's his moment. Right. When he has realizes that everything's going to be okay, that he is going to be fine and he's going to live through this. And that he's got a family mm-hmm. to help him through it. Whereas he thought that the people in Alexandria were that family and he's left that behind because he doesn't want to see mm-hmm. those people die or get hurt or anything yes. like that. And he's created a new family and he realizes that Rick was right and that he will always find people. I also, Kim, I, I also that. kind of think that it represented for him uh, when he washed those words off of his head and he looked at himself in the mirror, like you said, and he had a little bit of a grin. I was thinking he was, he was kind of like, um, all right. I did what I could for that woman. There was mm-hmm. nothing else I could do for it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I felt like that too. Yep. I'm happy to see Morgan come full circle from where we saw him in season one, episode one, to become almost like a family guy again who is right with the world. Mm-hmm. Did he still have his ring on? Yes. Yes. Yes, he did. His wedding ring? He did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, he still has the wedding ring on. Now, of course, we've seen him get in that place before, too. And then he started getting Crazy Morgan again. So, And the words that I lose people, that, that was from the video that um, Al took of him. Right. Mm-hmm. That she watched, right? I don't know yes. if we mentioned that part. but Right. No, we hadn't. But, yeah, that's where Martha got everything about him. And yep. that was from, wasn't All that the from the, from the uh, Cheesemaker episode? Well, it was from before that, even. Right. When he was when he when, was in um, the town by Rick, himself, Carl and Michonne came upon him in the town, right. in the apartment, and he had everything Jerry rigged. Right. Yeah. And he was. And he had written all over the walls. Yeah. What did he write on the walls though? What was it? Uh, clear. I got a clear. Clear. Right. Got a clear. Yeah. Where did the episode take place? They weren't still in. They're in Georgia, the Atlanta area. They yeah. were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the towns in Georgia near Atlanta. And you can still visit that apartment today if you want to go on a tour. Can you really? Yeah. They keep it empty and have like all the graffiti everywhere? Yep. Really? The mayor of that town bought that building 
and kept the apartment the way it was during filming. Can so you stay you can a sleepless it? night in that room? No. <laughs> I don't think we can do all that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I feel like don't look out the window. Come in, come in She's clear for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've uh, covered the episode, huh? I think we did. Nice, good job, good job. Let's stick to understanding if we won't fall. For better or worse times, I hope to me you call. So I pray every day more than anything. Friends will stay as we begin to lay this foundation for a family. Love ain't simple. Why can't it be anything worth having? You work at annually. Granted, we've known each other for some time. It don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to, it's, it's Kimmy's favorite subject. So we're going to hit on Kimmy for her hits. We say hits now with Kimmy because it's never been one. Well, I only have one. <laughs> so my hit for this episode is a f- overreaching hit. And that is the overall feeling of hope that came out of this. And that even when you are at your lowest point, <laughs> Cash is already wanting to say something. His eyes are rolling like a shark. But (laughs) to me, it showed that even when you're at your lowest point, that there's always someone out there who values you Mm -hmm. and that could benefit from your presence. And of course, I'm talking about Morgan and his existence in this world. That is adorable. It's like sunshine happiness. Mm -hmm. Cash, Cash, Cash. do you have a a hit, Cash? (laughs) Um, I'm not gonna tear tear your comment apart. I'll I'll say my hit real quick, uh, since I just thought of it, and then I'll I'll address hope. <laughs> um, my hit was real simple. Uh, Morgan and his stick fighting. You mm-hmm. know, it was good to see him with some stick work this yeah. week. I thought that was a yep, hit. I nice. agree. Um, now back to to the theme of hope, which is what the writers were hoping to convey throughout the season. I agree that I think they, they ended on a hopeful note. I just don't like the way they necessarily went about getting there mm-hmm. yeah. and conveying the thing. You know, I, yeah. I think that... Completely um, tore apart, like, all hope. Just to give you, like, a little bit of the... Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they tore, they tore <laughs> up my hopes for the... Uh, as excited as I was when season four started, they tore all that up. Um, <laughs> but, so, if they wanted to convey... Hope is a theme. I, I think they were successful. Again, the way they went about doing it, it was lackluster. I think what we experienced were um, writers uh, trying to acclimate themselves to a new um, mythology and the growing pains that that entails. But falling back on some of the old tropes that they've already used before yep. in the past. Uh, completely. Uh, w- on the recommendation of who? I don't know the network. Probably, Gimple. probably Gimple. I didn't think... I didn't, there was nobody on the writing staff that could have been elevated up that they had to bring in a whole new team of writers. Yeah. I just, well, you so, know, so yeah, that anyway, that's criticizing the show, not necessarily the theme. You but, know, and it's yeah. true, Cash, you know. because if you think about it, one of the things that was coolest about the first half of the season, and I think it was Goldberg's influence coming from Preacher over to do this show, that he brought mm-hmm. that edginess to it that Preacher was bringing out in, in the first half yeah. of the season. And uh, Now, is he more visual? Yes, stuff? exactly. Exactly. 
And um, yeah. so I think that that brought a whole new element to the show that that we all appreciated a lot. You know, even and now it's gone. Yeah, even and then the mm-hmm. second half they fell into the uh, the same Walking Dead trap. I think I maybe you know mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say. I think I maybe was so happy with this final episode because they were able to correct all the mistakes that they were making okay. and brought it back uh, because yeah. I was not happy with the last three episodes. I thought they were horrible. Or ho- hopefully brought or it hopefully back. Or hopefully brought it back, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they set it up for a great story to come, mm-hmm. but we're not sure where that's going to lead right. us. Right. I think, you know, and that's they, okay. They did. And that's okay. Yeah, they they opened up like the end of the chapter was like, oh wow, okay, this is this could be cool. This could really, you know, this captures my interest yep. going forward. But I'm hopefully they keep they keep it moving that way. Well, you know, writers aside, and story runners and all that stuff, I think that this whole season was about hope and about people being destroyed to their core and not giving up and thinking that there's something better around the corner and I just got to hold on just a little bit longer. And I think that they followed that through with several several characters and scenes, even with the hurricane, um, to now end up with... I mean, you could even put Martha in there where she didn't give up hope that she was going to make uh, Morgan strong... And she didn't quite get there, but she kept on to that hope. No, well, actually, maybe she made Morgan strong. Maybe exactly. She, uh, you're right. She kind of did. She did. She Not got him. Her to, definition, but right. she got him yeah. to a place where he could he could say, "Yeah, I definitely helped this person, or at least I tried my best to help this right. person." But I think that Morgan and all the rest of the crew, by the end of this this episode, they're all like. There's a future ahead of us. Like there's a reason for us to live and a, le- a reason for us to be to stick together and to work together and do all these things and make life awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to not give yep. up. Yeah. And I think that was yep. awesome. Stu, what was your hit? My hit. <laughs> We're still oh, you know, we do that. Oh yeah, hits and miss. Uh, no, I, my hit. Um, not as like deep as all y'all's hits. But my, <laughs> my, my my was very shallow. <laughs> <laughs> it was kiddie pool shallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shallow is the river they were trying to get across. Oh on. yeah. <laughs> no, no, what my was neck deep? Uh my hit was that we got John Dory back to where he his character was. Yeah. Yeah. Where they they the uh last episode where they tried to make him seem like he gave up on everything yes. was yes. not fitting with his character at no. all. And now he's he's completely back to like the hopeful guy that's that's kind of the backbone of, uh, like, Morgan and, and most of the relationships that are going on mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Even though it's kind of his, you know... Well, he's, he's the, he is the, probably going to die soon because he's the moral compass. He is, yeah. Exactly. I know, but I was so glad they didn't kill anybody off this no, episode. exactly. Yeah. They didn't need to. It wasn't needed. It wasn't no. necessary. I was scared, y'all. Mm-hmm. Me too. I thought that the whole crew had, was gone. I thought they were all goners, man. <laughs> my, my sec- <laughs> Me too. My secondary hit would be that <gasps> the fact that um, secondary hit that Mor- well that Morgan didn't leave. Yeah, he that didn't go he back completely to switched, and he said, "Okay, well, we're gonna start anew here. This is you know." We're going to take over this um, Dickies factory here. And yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and make something out of it. <laughs> uh, Duluth Traders. Apocalyptic yeah. fashion. That is awesome. Nice, nice. 
The funniest was when Sarah's like, I don't need any more dung- I don't need any more dungarees, mama. And like she wears like an entire denim right. outfit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you need some dungarees. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what about yours, Scott? Uh, I'm going to go back to the shallow hits. Um, okay. I absolutely loved when Al opened up with those machine guns on the walkers. Yes. That was awesome. I did. Mm. That was so yeah. cool when that thing yeah. opened up and those guys just started getting blown away. But I'll tell you what, I was sitting there watching. I was like, yes, bullets. I was like, but I was prepared to suspend disbelief on <laughs> on their getting the ethanol out of the truck safely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was surprised when there was holes in the truck. I have to, I'm sorry to admit yeah. it. I was surprised. I was like, oh, there are holes. There should be holes, damn it. Yeah. Are there bullets? Well, yeah. Dude, I mean, and, 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 and yeah. When I There's saw the holes, like we shit. said, when I saw the holes, I'm thinking, oh, hooray, <laughs> they can get to it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I was totally prepared for that truck to be intact. Me too. I was thinking, God forbid... Those bullets did not hit that truck. But yeah. I was actually expecting it to blow up, actually. <laughs> that too. Like, is it going to blow up or is it just going to be intact? And then it's going to kill Strand. <laughs> I mean, those bullet, the, the ethanol will flow out of those bullet holes slower than it would have actually come yes, out of the valve. Yes, sir. Speaking of Strand, completely saved it. When he, his quote when he said, just when I stopped trying to drink myself to death, I succeed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> most of his stuff is extremely corny, but that was a good. I think yeah, that's that was hilarious. Well written. Yeah. Well. All right, Kim. You got a miss. I, so my yeah, my miss is that Morgan could not save Martha, so that we could see her again next season. I wanted to see her character evolve mm. into someone that could exist with them mm-hmm. peacefully. No, I disagree. Disagree. Look great. No. That's good. No. 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 <laughs> Good. I'm glad Scott disagrees. What was yours, Cash? My miss, the arm, Martha's fresh killer uh, arm. That was the, yeah, that bothered you? Yeah, yeah. like because they, they made a point of him cuffing her so she couldn't do that. Yeah. And she just rips her arm off. Like, on a fresh walker, I find that hard to believe. Was it her bad arm, though? Was it the arm that... that... Did she have a bad arm? Yeah, yeah the yeah, one. The, the, the bullet I don't, no, I think, I don't think so. I think it was. Yeah, it was the. I think it right was. Arm, right no, arm. I think it was. I think it was the bad arm because she was reaching across, screaming when when he was hooking her up to. Yeah, her. but it would, Yeah, but it was like her her injury was at the shoulder, which again goes back to the fact that she got shot, from, right, <laughs> from like fifty yards away with buckshot. Right, exactly. Would not like birdshot, right? Or birdshot in one spot like that. So, um, have y'all seen the the premiere for season nine yet uh which one yeah. just like 50 the trailer? of them. yeah the trailer i don't like spoilers Kim. this this is not spoilery there's one scene where the guys are fighting with walkers and somebody literally has a butter knife attached to the end of their stick or rifle or whatever it is that they're using mm-hmm. to stab the walkers <laughs> and it goes Right through the walker skull. I was like, really? It's got to be some <laughs> old walkers, walkers I guess. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's the swamp walkers. Butter, They're back. Walkers. God. Oh, <laughs> uh, so frustrating. All right, what's your Stuart? Oh man, uh, my my miss was the fact that they let all the 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 ethanol truck getting punctured somehow made it so that they had no way of getting ethanol. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was ridiculous. that was fire truck bad. <laughs> yeah. That was fire truck bad. That was stupid. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah, it was long ladder fire truck that can't seem to spin around to get to the MRAP. Exactly. Bad. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep, exactly. I agree. And I, and that was my miss okay. too. 
It was just a, a silly moment. But again, they needed to do it so that they could have Morgan show up with uh, Augie's ale right. to save but, the yeah, day. I mean, you can show up with beer with no problem. You can always show up with beer. I mean, at the end, but where after they are alive and they had gotten the ethanol... He could have shown up with beer and be like, "Yay, we have beer!" And yeah, just be like, "Yay, beer!" And they had, could have had like people jump up in the air with their arms. <laughs> freeze frame. Yeah, exactly. Total freeze frame. Like eighties moment. Love I did it. find it surprising <laughs> how quickly they recovered from just drinking mm-hmm. the beer. I mean, after yeah. that, they're all just kind of sitting around going, "I'm getting drunk now." Well, I mean, it was a it was a true panacea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You sh- I, in the nick of time, it almost looked like when Scott gets home from work. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And he has a beer, and you're like, he's so pissed off when he walks through the door, mm-hmm. and he has a beer, and he's like, he's fine. He's, he's doing he's doing podcast prep. <laughs> you, you're not yourself until you've had a beer. Exactly. It's like that Snickers. Yeah. It's like the Snickers, Snickers ads. That's right. Yep. Give him a beer and he's no That's longer good. Alice Cooper. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have some listener comments. What? David Valentine said So Martha cuts her own arm off. Do you know how hard and painful that is? Not going to Virginia is a mistake. The two shows are wearing thin on an audience that, after nine years, wants an end to the story. They have the chance to go to an established community, but stay to help Morgan. I think at the end of season five, we may see heading to Alexandria as a plan. Morgan drew a map and gave it to John. Disappointed at the shows not merging is time to close the story. A decade is long enough. I don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. I, I am actually excited that they are not merging this series. Yeah, me too. I'm excited too. That, I mean, they talk about sequels and spinoffs. Like they they don't want to merge the shows. No, they they want to milk it for everything it's worth. They want they want this to be the law and order of cable TV. Agreed. And then when uh, the Talking Dead was on, did you hear Scott Gimple's like, "I've got an announcement to make pretty soon, a big one," which is probably going to be the next spinoff show <laughs> that they've been talking about. So well, I, I you know they're trying to get as much out of this as possible. I think I think we need to let. We need to let The Walking Dead uh, take its slow step out because it's kind of going that way. And that's why I did not want Fear to be entangled with them directly. Mm Because I wanted Fear to be able to keep going on. Right. But David has a good point, too, in that Morgan gave John the directions to get to Alexandria. And they've always said... just because Morgan's going to the Fear show doesn't mean that somebody might not be coming back mm-hmm. to The Walking right, Dead. Right. So it would be cool at some point down the road if one of our characters decides, like, all hell's broken loose. We need to go get help. Mm-hmm. So we're going mm-hmm. to go. And that was what you were talking those about, though, sending one lone rider out there to reach out to yeah. Alexandra, Alexandria. So yeah. that we may end up seeing that. Who knows? Well, I think also um, the fact that. Walking Dead is doing the eighteen month time jump. There's no reason why there couldn't be some similar time jump on Fear mm-hmm. that shows a different Alexandria, yeah, than what may be shown on the main show. Yeah, I mean they can play with time that way as well. Um, but my thought, my thought is, since we're talking about the show overall, um, you know, I almost wish they would call this show something else not fear The Walking Dead because, mm. you know, I, I my DVR recorded a couple of episodes of, of uh, season one, the pilot episode and two and three, 
and I just put a couple of minutes on, and the show is completely different than the way it started. Right. right. And I was I was one of those early fans who who liked the show. I liked the different cast. I liked finding out the genesis of things and how. Um, civilization reacted to the outbreak and stuff like that. At least that. initially, and so then was, they skipped over a good bit of it. <laughs> yeah, they sure did, and that was disappoint. That was the first disappointment yes. mm-hmm. of the of the, the show. Um, but but I, I was still along for the ride as it continued to evolve. Each season, it changed just a little bit, a little bit. And to me, it seemed to, to hit a really nice apex at the, the first half of this season. And as I stated before, like they should, the second half should have been season five, maybe because it was so different. Right. And yeah. storytelling, and then now I'm ready to just call it something else. Don't even call it fear because to me it's not fear of the Walking Dead anymore. It's something else. It's evolved. Or just call it fear. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Just call it fear. Yeah, just call <laughs> yeah, it fear. Fear. I'm just still trying to wrap my head around it because I, I I'm willing to give it another season um, and watch season five and see where it goes. But um, you know, I'm still mourning the loss of of the show as it was with the original cast and. You right. know, now this this the, the the end point of this story is really the final cap on that. You know, um, yes, yeah. I guess Madison's legacy will live on in Alicia somehow with this. Um, would you call it Dickie's factory? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, but that remains to be seen. Um, they still got to earn my viewership each week. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just sitting down for the ride. You know. Yeah. And I think probably the writers would tell you they want it to be that way. They want you to make them good. Make right. them work yeah. at it. Well, they're definitely have to, so. they're having to Some work at it. Some writers I know cry about how hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name any names, but I have a beef with somebody who whines about how hard writing shows are. Yeah. <laughs> somebody involved with Lost, but whatever. Well, <laughs> especially especially TV. I mean, it's like 50 writers working together. Yeah. yeah. Well, in my opinion, they lost my undying loyalty. In season one, when they skipped the nine days, right. I would be so happy if we were still in the very first yes. six months to a year yes. of the apocalypse happening. Was it, was it, was and it only nine the days? Day-to-day. I thought it was even longer than that, wasn't it? No, it was only nine oh. days. Yeah, not. I thought it may have been two weeks, but not even. But to, I, I still want to see like how things played out, how scared yeah. people were, what yeah. they did, how they reacted. <laughs> the government response. The government that was the response. Whole point. That yeah. was the whole reason. That was the. I mean, they tried to bring some of that back in, but it was after the fact. It was all after right, the fact. And, 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 and they and, did a little and, bit. Would, that was the point that we all wanted to see right. it break down. Like World we War Z, pretty it. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They tried to do a little bit when they showed Escape from L.A., which was actually pretty cool. At to begin that second season, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it just uh, yeah they 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 glossed over a lot of it, which was a shame. Uh, you are my flower from uh, Twitter said. <laughs> you like that name? No, it's just the way it's, so everybody comes yourself, quiet Scott. and then Stuart goes. Well, you are my flower. <laughs> well, I was, I was obviously talking about you. <laughs> There you go. You're my flower, Renee. Eighty nine said, "Very, very, very, very good episode. Loved it. Dory is so sweet and kind. He and June are perfect and right together. Can't wait for the next Sunday and the return of uh, The Walking Dead, and of course for season five of Fear of the Walking Dead. It's been a road uh, with this show. Not like The Walking Dead because I'm not with The Walking Dead from the beginning, but with Fear, I am, and I'm sure I hope to stay." Devane, at Devane Devane, said, 
Recognized immediately, John Dory quoting lyrics from The Light by rapper Common. <laughs> Granted, we known each other for some time. It don't take a whole day to recognize Sunshine. A great song for one of my favorite albums. Would love if they sneaked in a lyric every yeah, week. Nice. But mm-hmm. he said on The Talking Dead that that was actually a line from his grandpa. Yes. It's not a line from Common. Oh. But he didn't say yes, that he did. specifically. Yes, he did. He did not say specifically that it wasn't from Common. He said it was from right. his grandpa. Right. Okay. That's fine. Well, yeah. That it was a line be. that he always said. But I listened to the song today, and I was like, "You're right." It's like the, the exact, it's exact same. Exact I don't think it's I don't think it's an uncommon state or saying either, though. Doesn't take a whole day to to recognize sunshine. It'd be, it'd be because the rapper's named Common. <laughs> uh, I've never heard of that before. So I've never heard about it. And I'm from either. the south, so I yeah. don't know what to tell you about that. I'd like to use it more mm-hmm. often. You should use it more often. I would love that. Okay. Thanks. Just I, like Stuart, I whenever I hear your voice, I think that. Yeah. Like when I go to oh. Hardee's, because they have sunshine mm-hmm. biscuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh lord. Okay, that's good. Uh, Rebecca at Becca FB3 said, "It was a great season. I had almost given up on the show. I am glad I stuck with it. I think Morgan, uh, Strand, and of course John Dory are my favorites. Al is pretty badass too." Mark LaVarnway said, Well, well, Morgan, I guess you are a conflicted savior you always wanted to be. Where can we go with this character now? I love Morgan, but this seems like a completed arc. I really thought he was going to die in this episode. Looks like Alexandria is not on the agenda now. Hey, Morgan, if you want to save people, tell them it's a horrible idea to hold up in a warehouse, hospital, or prison. Just saying. <laughs> That's a good point. So true. You know, it's funny, though. I don't think so I true. ever in the episode considered that Morgan was going to die. I don't think that no. came to my thought. I just always thought he was going to leave. Yeah. I thought but he was going to leave. I thought everybody else was going to die and he'd be yeah. left alone to go crazy. Yeah. Whole, find a whole new cast. Because as yeah. he says, he does not right. die. He just, he just loses, loses people. people. Yep. I did. Away. I did kind of shake my head when he used the line "I don't kill people" one more time, and I'm thinking, "Oh, come on, we've moved past that part, Morgan." I know. Yeah. He's killed plenty of people. We know that. Mm-hmm. It's like I do not die. I just lose children. We used to have seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're wandering in the woods somewhere. Yes, I don't know where they are. I can't believe it. When we moved, they didn't the come with adopted us, them. So. Yeah. So, next week, we have The Walking Dead, Season 9, Episode 1, A New Beginning. Rick and his group make a risky run to Washington, D.C. to search for artifacts that they will need to build the civilization he and Carl envisioned. I I saw one scene from that where they're dragging a damn wagon out of the Smithsonian or something like that. And I'm like, you think that wagon's still going to work? I mean, seriously? Yeah. I thought that was lame. I was just like, oh my God, really? Well, what were they? They were, yeah, it was more than that, though, weren't they? They like, were dragging a, a, a hoe a... and like all kinds of stuff. Not that kind hey, of hey, hoe. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Farming yes. implements. Yes, it was. But it was like stuff that you would actually just find right. on a farm. Because they're in Alexandria, Virginia. What kind of farms are going to be around Alexandria? There are Alexandria? tons of farms around Alexandria, Virginia. There are a it's lot of farms farm around Alexandria. There's not a seed bank at there's not a seed bank at the Smithsonian, is there? No, there's not. Oh, They'd have to come back to point. Atlanta to That's get all that point. shit. But then they blew it up. So uh, uh, there's got to be somewhere around DC. <laughs> they're screwed. Yeah. Anyways, but I will say that I am very, very excited for The Walking Dead to come back. 
even though I'm a little nervous about the writing and how this season's going to play out with Rick dying and all that stuff. They have new writers, too? Well, they have Angela King as the new oh, head showrunner, head, head, uh, showrunner, right? showrunner, yeah, yeah. But um, but she's always been really good in the past with the things that she's directed. So I think it'll be. I fine. Ha- I'm not as I'm, I'm not excited. as excited as you are. I'm open minded, but Me I was either. so disappointed really? by last season, and it just feels like this season the everything's just kind of breaking down. And I mean, I'm excited about some of the stuff we might see. You know, I, I, I like the idea that they're going to Washington, D.C. and so forth. Um, you know, I think some of that's cool. But, you know, with Rick leaving and then... and Have we ever heard anything about uh, Cohen? Is she staying or... I keep hearing so. both. She's doing she's doing the other show and she's doing this one and she's probably going to be back for 10. She's going to leave the baby. Season 10. See, see she would be the natural... The show could survive, I think, if she were the natural next leader for the show. But if they lose her, yeah. then no. I think the show is has a vast... Uh, chasm to come up with a new leader for the group. And I'll say it again that I think Denai Guerrera mm-hmm. is probably yeah. going to leave soon. She, she's got a great movie career ahead of her. Hell, you hook up with Marvel Studios, soon. you can ride that bad baby for a while. Yeah. <laughs> There's no comic book movie fatigue. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, like you, Scott, I'm not anticipating uh, season nine. Um, I think it will, the big bad will be cool to see. Um, on screen, see how that storyline plays out. Um, I appreciate that they're saying these are the final episodes of Rick Grimes. Like, there's no reason to hide it if, right. it, if it's so. Mm-hmm. Just use it to market it, and I'm okay with that. Um, I hope it turns out good. Um, I don't know if, if Lincoln wants to do it. Why not just recast it? But recast with someone who's going to actually chop their hand off this time. You know? <laughs> let's, let's go that. Let's it might happen when he was getting yeah. that, let's getting do that, that story. Uh, wagon out of the Smithsonian. might lose his hand on that. Maybe. But, you know, so I'll, I'll miss Rick. Um, but, <laughs> but because I know it's coming, I hope they, they do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. And, and they, can't, they cannot drop the story surrounding that helicopter. They must continue that story. Yep. I mean, that's that's a kernel they put in there. They've got to follow it through. I need to know what's going on with that helicopter. Agreed. Yeah, and also, uh, and what's her name from the uh, from the junkyard? Jadis, and what yeah, was going Jadis. on with her She'll little apartment and all that kind of crap. I mean, that was there was some interesting stuff going on there. Secret agent Jadis. <laughs> you guys should write to us and let us know what you think. You can write to us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Fear Me Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Fear Me Podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night.